0: been talking about living our best life. I mean, don't you want to live your best life? Sure, of course you do. Everybody wants to live our best life. And one of the challenges that we have with it is that oftentimes what we do is is we kind of, we envision what our best life would look like. Who would be in it? What we would be doing? We, We lay out a plan, if you will, of of how that's going to unfold, all of the things that, that we're going to do to make that a reality. And the challenge in living our best life is that sometimes things don't work out the way we planned, right? Here's the deal. As we look at living our best life, it's important for us to know that our task is to be faithful in our relationship to God. So as much as we want, might want to lay out that, that flight plan of what our life's going to look like to live our best life, maybe it doesn't really look that way. This morning, what I want to talk with you about is the key to living our best life is to just let go. To just let go. And I know that's difficult for us. That, that, that conscious decision to relinquish control. We like control. We we like to know that, that this is where we're going, this is what we're doing, this is how it lays out. And the reality then is when it doesn't, it causes great angst for us. We suddenly feel like maybe we're not living our best life. When things get out of control, when it feels like the walls are caving in, when nothing is quite working the way that you think that it should, what do you all do? I have a confession to make. When that happens for me, I am, I am a closet organizer. I am. When, when it feels like nothing's kind of going, you know, the way that I think it ought to go, when things seem to be kind of coming apart at the seams, I go home and I take everything out of my closet. And I put my shoes where I want them. And I put my shirts where I want them. I organize them by color and what's long sleeve and short sleeve and, and my slacks by what are the dress slacks. And, and I have jeans on a shelf up above. it really makes no difference in the world, right? but it makes me feel like i can control something and i find some comfort in that. what i'm encouraging us to do today is think less in terms of how we control things and more in how we can let things <coughs> excuse me, how we can let things go and fall into that letting go and letting god direct our life. If we want to live our best life, if we really want to live our best life, it can't be us at the center of it. Today, we're going to read from Paul's letter to the Ephesians. And in that second chapter of Ephesians, Paul helps us see what control looks like. He helps us see who's in control and helps us see what exactly it is that we should, we should embrace, give credit to, and what that would look like. And so, hear these words. As you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live, when you followed the ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient... All of us, all of us who also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our own flesh, following its desires and thoughts, like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It's by grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ, seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. He did it in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it's by grace that you've been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which Christ prepared in advance for us to do. Paul is laying out for us our choice. And our choice is our choice really is will we trust and accept the grace of god control my friends is such an illusion and and we have that illusion we have the illusion that we're the ones in control we think and we may not recognize it quite so much but but it is it is the reality we believe that we want to go to heaven, right? And somehow, then, in a, in a cultural overlap, we say, if I need to get to heaven, if I want to go to heaven, what I need to do is be a very good person. What I need to do is read my Bible. What I need to do is pray more. What I need to do is be involved in more mission. And, and the problem with that thinking is that we have it backwards. We do need to do those things, but only because it is a response to this gift of grace that God gives to us. God gives us this grace, and then what should we do with it? How should we react to it? How many of you have ever really had a gift that you wanted to give to someone to make their day so special? And, and so you think about it a lot, right? I mean, any, any good gift receives a lot of thought on the part of the giver. We think about it. We, we plan for it. We have discussions sometimes with the person that we want to give the gift to of, you know, what do you really need? What, what, is it, what is it that would have value for you? And then we start to do a little shopping. We go on Amazon and we scroll and we scroll and we scroll. Or we go to Kohl's and we walk the aisles or wherever it is that you shop. Until finally we arrive at the perfect gift. We're excited. We're excited to give that gift. It's, it's wrapped. It's wonderful. It's marvelous. We, we can't wait for how excited they will be when they open it because it will be life-changing for them. And they open it up and they go, Oh, nice. Thanks. Thanks. ever think that's what we do with God God gives us this incredible gift this this gift we don't deserve this this gift that sometimes we didn't even know we needed and and we have this gift and we go oh nice and God wants us to be so excited he wants us he wants us to 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 take it to heart and to take that gift and to share it with others. That is is the gift of living our best life. Living our best life is when we realize that it's not about us, it's not about ourselves, it is about God. It is about responding to that gift that we have been given in a way that not only changes the life of the person that we offer it to, but it changes our life. Think of the times that you have been the most filled with joy. My guess is that you were doing something for someone. That you had laid yourself aside and in a selfless act were caring for someone else. In that, in that you know, we, we get filled with great joy completeness if you will and so this morning as we as we kind of <coughs> excuse me as we visit this this living our best life I, I i know this sounds like a bumper sticker i know it sounds like one of those refrigerator sayings but but it's true will you let go and let god Will you let go and let God let God do in your life those things that God desires? Do it in a way that truly allows God to move and just maybe what we'll find is that's the key to living our best life. You and I get caught up in circumstances and we've got to learn to embrace both the good And the bad I mean we all are gonna have bad happen in our life right I mean you are gonna have in your life someone that you love and care for that dies because that's the way life works you're gonna have or you're gonna have someone in your life get really ill and that is not the good that's absolutely the bad however we need to kind of separate our mindset because oftentimes what we think is, you know, when we do good stuff, good things happen, and when we do bad stuff, bad things happen, right? Go ahead, fess up. You know it's true. We don't want to believe it, but we do. Somehow, hidden deep within us is this understanding that God blesses us when we're good and curses us when we're bad, and when bad things happen, the joy gets sucked out of our life and we can't find happiness. And so bad things happen, and we think, oh my gosh, I am not living my best life. But God's promise is that in the midst of the good and the bad, we can live our best life, because our best life isn't about us. Our best life is about Him. Our best life is giving ourselves in such a way that we impact others. Now, I want you to think of, and, and maybe you didn't learn it, but I did as a kid, this little song that goes, count your many blessings, count them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God has done. Now, that seems pretty remedial. We don't teach it to kids because it's easy to remember. Remember? We teach it to kids because it's true. We teach it to them because we know that life is filled with circumstances that may not feel like we're living our best life. But the circumstances don't direct who we are. And the circumstances don't direct our relationship of being good or being bad it reflects the world that we live in. And living our best life, living our best life reflects not us, but it reflects God. You know, it's important to identify goodness in our life. Identify those positive things. We all have them. I mean, who of us, in in the midst of our darkest hour, hasn't had something good or positive. And that's our focus. It should be our focus. I mean, we, we may be at, at the funeral home with our dearly departed, our loved one, and it seems like our worst moment when we look across the room and who's coming toward us but our dearest friend. That's the little blessings. We're people of hope. We're people that understand that in the midst of crisis, in the midst of challenge, God pours God's self out in such ways that truly we can live our best life even in the midst of the challenge, even in the midst of a bad circumstance. We can live our best life because our best life reflects God. Our best life reflects our relationship with God. We cannot be tied to circumstance. If we are, we're always going to go from day to day thinking, I live my best life, I've got my worst life, what am I going to do? but our faith allows us to take the good and the bad and to always see the hope and to always see the promise. We realize that we're going to let go of something that we never really had. See, control is just an illusion. And it seems very prevalent when life is going well. And then it seems to evaporate when life isn't going so well. But the reality is we never had control. We have control of one thing, and that's our love for God. When we make that our focus, we're living our best life. Because when we do that, we find that seeking God's heart, seeking God's heart discloses the real desires. So, I encourage you, if you want to live your best life, live it for God. If you want to live your best life, put put what Jesus talks about as the priority. Because I promise you this, in the midst of being the best disciple we can be, we will find we're living the best life we could possibly live you pray with me? Lord, we are thankful today that we can gather here, that we can share time together, and, and we want to live our best life, but help us look beyond our culture and look into our heart with you, for when we line our heart with your heart, our best life, our best life stretches before us. We ask your blessing this day, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.